0: From Philadelphia for the Podcast Movement Conference, I'm James Cridland, the radio futurologist. Two stories last week made me think. First, an off-the-cuff tweet from a radio station in Scotland having a day of going retro by playing CDs. How quaint. Now I shared this in a Facebook group and it wasn't too long before the comments descended into Monty Python's Yorkshireman sketch. Retro? I'll give you retro, said one before talking about queuing up 45s. Oh blimey, 45s, you had it easy, said somebody else discussing editing on Reel to Reel. Now I remember my first time, uh, my first full-time radio gig, doing Afternoon Drive at The Pulse in Bradford. And during a typical hour, I'd be playing a mixture of CDs and 45s. I'd be filling in full PRS returns, including record companies and catalogue numbers. Uh, Each of those songs needed the level setting and cueing to a suitable point. Every segue was, of course, live. Selecting the right jingle, or sweeper, was up to me. And I'd be running to the fax machine outside the studio, where the AA would send over barely legible hieroglyphics about travel issues, which I would have to blind read on air. The ads would be on individual carts, which all needed fetching and putting away at the back of the studio. My news was at a clock start at the top of the hour. Without a producer, I also needed to answer telephone calls and run contests myself, and somewhere in the midst of all of this, I had to somehow work out something cogent to say. Now, you can sometimes understand the viewpoint of the former presenters in this group, who mostly appear to be driving trains, it seems, that radio isn't what it once was. And radio isn't what it once was. When the music and the ad breaks are all available at the push of a next button, you can concentrate on other things. And the output should be, and almost invariably is, rather better. The other piece of news was a piece of work by BBC News Labs. And they're doing some rethinking and prototyping online news story formats. It's a good piece of work, informed by data And it suddenly struck me that much of the structure of radio hasn't changed from the days of 45s and carts. We only got network news at the top of the hour 20 years ago, so that's when we needed to take it. But many of us still break for news at the top of the hour now, even if there's no technical need for that anymore. And plenty of evidence that news consumption is changing away from a cram-as-much-as-you-can news bulletin. We've moved away from carts, but we're still selling 30-second ads, clumping advertising stop sets together and shoving many of them to the back of the hour for some bizarre reason. And if you don't understand why it's a bizarre reason, try setting your alarm clock to 6.45 in the morning to discover how dreadful it sounds to a typical radio listener, which is all I am these days. And there are plenty more things that we do in radio that haven't changed in 30 years. A horrible old news jingle, because tradition, using call signs rather than a sensible brand, and the utter pointlessness of travel news. Now, I love the idea of rethinking things, and most of the time, that process reveals that it's always done that way for a reason. Some of the time, though, it hits on something new. So maybe we should do more of it, don't you think? You can get my weekly newsletter at james.crid.land and at dailypodcastnews at podnews.net. And until next time, keep listening. And now on the Radio Today programme, here's David Lloyd.